All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Oilers Nation After Dark. Connor Halley. With you here, as usual, Aaron Bordado, my producer, alongside with me, and plenty to get to on this edition of this show. Of course, the Empton Oilers walking away with a nice 5-2 victory over the Seattle Kraken down at the Ice District earlier on tonight. Uh, we'll be breaking down that game tonight with Waz of Oilers Nation, a guy who I was told is a TikTok superstar. We'll ask him about that later on in the program here. But first, uh, before we get to the good, the bad, and the oily, we'll give a quick rundown of the game tonight. And for the Edmonton Oilers, not the ideal start that they would have hoped for. Daniel Sprong gets the Kraken on the board on the power play. And not exactly what the Oilers wanted to see, right? Uh, obviously, you know, they've been pretty good as of late, getting those 2 nothing leads. Uh, but Connor McDavid would do Connor McDavid things, things that only he can do. Picks the puck up at his own blue line, wheels in, buries it. Easy. Connor McDavid's 38th goal of this season. The guy's absolutely on fire. From there on out, it was all Oilers, and they got some depth scoring and goals in the dirty areas. It was actually really nice to see tonight. Derek Ryan with his sixth goal of the season. Going to the net, tapping. You guys saw the goal. It was easy. Warren Fogle, a guy who's been in and out of the press box this season, I needed to start doing the little things, in my opinion, to stay on the ice. Had a breakaway opportunity in the first period. Didn't get it done, but that didn't stop him. He scores a goal 
from the seat of his pants. Oilers up 3-1 at that point. Early on in the third period, Vince Dunn would score his ninth goal of the season to make it a one-goal game once again. But uh, an ugly goal for the Kraken. And then a few minutes later, an ugly goal for the Oilers. Zach Hyman gets the goal there. That would be his second point of the night. He would pick up his third point on Ryan McLeod's sixth goal of the season. And if you were a betting person and you had some money down on Zach Hyman getting three points at betway.com, you probably won some money. Betway.com, B19+. plus. Also, bet responsibly. Uh, right now, we are going to get to the good, the bad, and the oily. Brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. Cornerstone Insurance Brokers, Edmonton's premier boutique insurance brokerage. Your destination for commercial, home, and auto insurance with over 90 years of success and still growing. Visit cornerstoneins.ca for more information. And as we get to the good, the bad, and the oily, we bring in Waz of Oilers Nation. Waz, how are you doing tonight, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. That was, I'm buzzing after that. Win. It was a big W <laughs> things you love to yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I've done post games on radio, obviously now doing it here. And and you get a lot of feedback on the radio when the team loses. But I've noticed it's a lot mm-hmm. more positive here when the team wins. Everyone hops on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it might be that they watch, and a lot of positivity. So a fun one tonight. And uh, we're going to start off with the good. And I'm just going to turn my notes over here a little bit. The good tonight, Evander Kane's return. And he went down with one of the more gruesome injuries you'll see in hockey. Um, oh, yeah. Something you never really want to see. The blade obviously connecting to his wrist. It was Pat Maroon, the former Oiler. That goes back to November 8th. It was a 3-2 win down in Tampa. And Evander Kane, I, I still remember the next day, the organization putting it out there on Twitter that he would miss the next three to four months. Three months would be February 11th, I believe, or 9th. Like, the, the guy's healing power is ridiculous, but uh, good to see him back out there. Yeah, I think he mentioned that uh, when he, he was on Real Life with, with the boys, and he said he heals fast. I don't know. I, I heard him say that he he t- tends to heal faster than usual power. Um, I thought he looked solid. I thought, you know, he was creating chances. He was getting, and I think, like on they said on the broadcast, from a week from now, he's probably going to be putting away a few of those uh, pockets. Good to see him, and the whole team as a whole was buzzing, honestly. It wasn't just Evander King, and I think there was energy flowing throughout that game. Yeah, 100%. Uh, the, the team was looking good. Uh, I just look at Evander Kane's style, and obviously doesn't get on the score sheet. Had his opportunities, but seven shots, five hits, uh, led all forwards in that category. So he, he was flying around out there. And you're right, the, the whole team was buzzing. Uh, let's get to the bad, and uh, I'm going to wait for Aaron to put up the thing here, the little line at the bottom of the screen. The Pugliarvi situation, and uh, Waz, I don't know if you saw it. Obviously, he's a healthy scratch today. Uh, Tyler, Tyler Yermchuk breaking that news earlier on today. And then on Twitter, uh, someone from Locked On Bruins, I believe, had a, a mock lineup of the Boston Bruins. Marshawn, Bergeron, DeBrusque was his top line. Zaka, Krejci, and Pasternak. And then the third line was Hall, Coyle, and Pugliarvi. And Brad Marshawn replied to that tweet with oh. the – emoji uh i don't know if we can actually get it in here i'm so sorry into oilers nation after dark i'm in my girlfriend's basement so i don't have my setup so i promise yeah uh i i love that from uh brad marsh kind of hinting at something i only know maybe a couple picks but it's cool to see that they 
get some interest in it, maybe, maybe, maybe right, Chan? Yeah, maybe maybe the Oilers have to use this and say, hey, like the Bruins have interest. If the Bruins have interest, an organization, an organization, a team that good, maybe everyone else should as well. But uh, yeah, that that was something that kind of threw I think a lot of people off today. Uh, JP, obviously beloved by Oilers Nation, uh, he'll he'll spend. Well, he spent tonight in the press box. We'll see if that continues. The Oilers pick up the big 5-2 win over the Kraken. Uh, let's get to the Oily, and it's got to be Connor McDavid. This guy does what he does when he wants. It's almost like once per game we're seeing him make one of these types of plays, and uh, no different tonight. Uh, he picks up the puck on his own blue line, like I said. Just goes past four Kraken, makes it look easy, and uh, you know Jones has really no chance on that one. When McDavid wants to put the puck in the net, he's going to find a way to do it. His 38th of the season. As soon as you give Connor Mouse space, like I honestly, as soon as which Kraken player was it that fell? Was it Schultz? I, I think it was Schultz. And, and Hyman kind of got him. Like, yeah, I'm like Connor. Connor is a done deal, and he did, and. It, it was just one of his another. I he, like I think Tyler's top ten, you know, goals of the season, just based on Connor McDavid goals alone. Where it's, it's every night. Like his his shot is right now. That's goal. Yeah, I, it is funny to see that you know if if you were to do an honest top ten goals of the NHL season, I mean, you feel like uh, Connor McDavid would have the majority of them. Uh, Waz, I, I believe you're going to head upstairs. Producer Aaron is telling you to get upstairs. Uh, I'm gonna or from a staircase if I could. Well, we'll try the staircase. Uh, all this. Let's go. Let's go here. Let's see how how's this. I mean, you you really get into the after dark vibe with that one. I like it. <laughs> the connection isn't as good, but uh, you are into the after dark vibe. Uh, very quickly, just to look at the uh, YouTube chat here, and uh, similar to the Oilers, it is buzzing. Doctor Gonzo says, "Play La Bamba, baby." Rusty, the reckless optimist, says, "Huge W." Vinny is an absolute monster down low. I love the greasy gritty five v five scoring from the bottom six. And uh, Chris saying, can anyone confirm Connor is an alien or not? Because that play is out of this world. We'll get to more of the, the, the chats here, or the conversation going on in the YouTube chat. But yeah, was I mean, you talked about it in the little group chat we had going on here. The five-on-five five play for the Oilers. I mean, we used to think, you know, if they can get four power plays, they'll score on two and they have a good chance to win the game. But they're not dependent on right that right now. They're finding ways to get it done five-on-five. Five. They were scoring uh, five on five particularly uh just because i don't like us being too active. we got like five different goal scores as well that was a positive sign so and it, i said like because it's like you know mcleod scored fogel Derek ryan dylan hall we got two with sale team goals even against in the, during the goal at nights the, the goal scoring was coming from different players this has been shining Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely refreshing to see, and uh, I mean, better defensive hockey as well. It, it's almost like looking back to that California trip, and uh, was I don't, I don't know what your thoughts on it were, but you know, that Kings game was awful. It, it was really bad. Things weren't going well. But since then, you've had a couple lesser opponents in the Ducks and then the Sharks. It's like they they kind of worked on a couple things, let that carry over into the game against the Golden Knights, and then we're seeing it continue against the Kraken, who you know on the road this year have been really strong, and you know the Oilers from. I know they gave that first goal and it was early, but for the majority of that game, it was, I think, known that the Oilers were going to pull it out. 
Yeah, and also just going back to it, like that game against the pretty, and then just to go and you know beat San Jose, beat Anaheim, beat a few teams that you should be kind of build up. You go to Vegas, team that's in you know, top of the division, and then and going up against Seattle, points against teams that you need to get points against. Um, yeah, it's it's been nice the results. Uh, back on the YouTube chat here, Genesis says, never taking the dry shot prop again. Zero shots, WTF. Yeah, I mean, hey, when you're on Betway.com, it's a risk. you, you got to bet responsibly, Genesis, but uh, I think he'll bounce back strong at some point, and he's not going to do that a couple times in a row. Uh, Predineski, Predineski says, Campbell, where are the haters now? Uh, they're silent. They're silent. I'm I'm sure they wanted to... I'm sure they wanted to hop out there. Oh, you go ahead. You go ahead. It's been good to see him just get a little bit of confidence. He's only letting, what, two goals a game now since coming in a couple games. So it's been a good sign to see him being able to play, you know, a good streak game, win them, and only, what, I'm like, against Vegas, those three goals in the last few. I'm sure they're not the greatest, but it's right. And in fact, we can still roll up. We can rely on Jack Campbell now. Yeah, 100%. I mean, obviously, the, the second goal of the game, not one you want to see, but uh, we'll, we'll just say that's that's his bad one. And when you're already up in the game, it doesn't hurt you quite as much. Not like it was a tie game or anything. He's able to move on, kind of let that one go. Uh, Don on Facebook says four-point games, 100%. Uh, that's big for the standings. Uh, Kane chiming in with the entire group came into the game with that extra effort throughout the entire game. That is it. No passengers and no excuses. Yeah, I want to just take a quick look here at the stat sheet because one of the things we've been talking about these last few games uh, for the Oilers, the, the ice time is getting more and more balanced. There's not too many guys playing single digits. The only Oilers forward was Dylan Holloway. He played 9.42. And then on the back end, uh, Vinny Dayarnay, 9 minutes, 50 seconds. Uh, he continues his big physical presence. Man, I, I don't know how long the Oilers continue with the 11 and 7 or you know when that kind of runs out and they try something else, but – Man, was Dayarnay out there has been fun to watch. Oh yeah, I mean it's with seven. He looks like a giant out there, right? Uh, I've really enjoyed his play. He got an assist, and uh, I think he's just had a great success story. You know, he was the seventh round pick in 2016, and he's really at the NHL level. So um, it's just I, I, I question how it's lined up, but I hope he will will be because I love seeing that you know that big body that. Big presence on the blue line, not from Nimmaline in this season, but he's been kind of up and down. So, I really hope Darnay can just end up. Uh, Tyler Mulek saying bit late getting in tonight, but solid win. Vin Diesel takes a lot of penalties. Hey, when you play that that type of hockey, that's going to happen. You got to take the good with the bad, the the intimidating presence. But I can tell you, I feel like the penalty killers more willing to you know go out there sacrifice the body when it's a penalty like that when it's a, a stupid penalty it's it's a little tougher but yeah uh, i think that uh, definitely the the play the give and take when it comes to darnay's play of style i'm good with it uh genosis genosis that's what a genesis tells me i'm trying to pronounce your name here man we got so many messages coming in here on the youtube chat i'm just trying to keep up uh Ty tyson says that was a weird one that campbell let in i don't know if his glove malfunctioned or if it was his wrist uh what did you think was i i thought the wrist went a little limp quickly there that was a strange goal i'm gonna let us overall solid game and those are gonna happen from time to time and you know as long as they're not having happening consistent and Miko Koskinen would have a lot of blips kind of like that. 
from what I remember this, I think it's just, you know, you, you kind of just forget about it. Yeah. And I mean, the, the Miko Koskinen ones, like it, it seemed like it was always in a crucial moment, like the first shot of the game, you know, like, Oh man, you got to make that save. We need you to make that one. Uh, <laughs> QF pro says uh, he hit the Everlay shot prop. Uh, yeah. Always good to see Everlay back in Edmonton. I think still a fan favorite here. Uh, if you are watching right now on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button. We got to get the algorithm up or whatever we have to do, but hit that like button. Uh, keep the comments coming on. Uh, Genesis says, sorry, but I don't care anymore. JP is out of free chances. Um, I don't know. Was, what do you think about yes, I mean, five, two win. You've got Tampa Bay coming in. Uh, tough to make too many changes to the lineup when you have a big win like that. But uh, you think there's any chance he gets into the game on Thursday, or is he right in the press box for a little while? You think? Yeah, I don't know. It's tough to say because I thought he's had a few de- decent games recently, putting up the offensive numbers. But it's going to be tough for him to get back in the lineup when Jordan Fogle now scoring and getting chances. Even Derek Ryan. Two players that have been noted or get sent down, right? So, if Ward Fogel is impressing the coaching staff too much here, and you know, I'm kind of neutral with Puliarvi. I'm like, you know, he, he at the same time his defensive metrics are nice. So it, he's he's a strange player. He in radio, he's kind of like a mystery box at times, right? Especially if he gets traded, he has a fresh start. He deserves one. Uh, but it, you know, there's a, a lot of competition for the in this, like, especially with the, how the team's playing. You know, you have likes of Clem Cost and making an impression. He's been under the spotlight, but he, he can find a little bit of form here. It's it's you know, game time. Uh, Loomis on the YouTube chat says we've all limp wristed before. Well, Loomis, you know those. Those things will happen, I suppose. Uh, Larissa says, start using Betway tonight because of all you. Lost my bets, but it was fun to play. All that matters is the Oilers win. Yeah, you know what? When you're doing that, like I said, be responsible, have some fun with it, and uh, yeah, take the Oilers' money line or like the McDavid point prop. Um, you might not win as much, but you'll win because uh, that guy's just going to put up points. Um, <laughs> Fogel was on fire tonight, Genesis says, and Gorgeous George says, wish we still had Larson on our team. Yeah, I mean, that that's a yeah. tough one. Uh, it he he made the decision like he was able to f- fulfill this contract with the Oilers. Um, that's a tough one. Uh, Jay says, or no, sorry, Adam says, Jay needs to give Waz more of an upgrade from fifty six k. Your Wi Fi is taking a beat down here on YouTube right now. Uh, I currently, I got kind of uh, called in. Uh, so I'm I'm in my girl girlfriend's house right. Now able to you know join him and uh with connor so i'm like okay i'll try i've never done it live i'm i've, I've been doing a lot of uploading here in general in terms of clips because i do the social media for, for us so good to know not to do uh organization after dark for my girlfriends i'm pretty sure i think i might be filling in i'll be more prepared so, so this was just kind of one of those impromptu things so i do apologize for the action Hey, man, you're gutting it out right now, and we we appreciate you joining me here. Uh, on the old Facebook chat, David says, we are seeing what happens when players are not just given roster spots and have to earn them to stick. I mean, yeah, I mean, Vincent D'Arnais, I mean, he, he's kind of the embodiment of earning your spot. 26 years old, uh, was bypassed, I believe, twice in the draft, earned his way up. 
Uh, we had a conversation that Gregor had with him on the show on TSN 1260 yesterday. And it was, it was really fun to listen to him talk because he's like, you know, I, I got on the plane. I'm not used to flying private jets or staying at five-star hotels. And they said on the flight back to Edmonton, he like had a glass of red wine and just took it all in, thought about what he had done. And yeah, I mean, when you're hungry, you'll, you'll do more things to, to stay in the lineup. And hundred percent, I, I mean, I feel like he's going to be a fan favorite here for as long as he's up here. He's got the size, the determination, and and we love those guys, right? In this town, blue collar, we love the guys that put in the work. I, I there's, You know, with how up and down this other season's been, there's actually been some nice spotters in St. Point Pace. Clem Costin, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, um, Darnay. There's just been nice storylines around the team that, are, you know, it's just been... Britain's come up through Bakersfield or just roundly acquired. Like players you didn't really expect to make an impact, you know, making headlines and becoming fan favorites. And I hope Darren can stay consistent because I would get a Darren. I would, set, I, I, I would rep Darren. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of people would for what, you know, all, all that he represents and what he's been able to do. And yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like in this town, we love those guys that take those routes, earn their way up to the, uh, to the NHL. And uh, yeah, he's certainly done that so far. Uh, I was just going to chop in on the uh, text line here. Uh, people saying the depth and uh, when, when you look at this game and obviously Connor McDavid and Leon Dries, that obviously are the guys that are going to get the headlines and deservedly. So they're, they're two of the best players in the world. But you know, when you see Derek Ryan jumping, jumping in with his sixth goal of this season, it wasn't pretty. It, it was just sitting there for him, but he went to the right areas and got rewarded. Uh, Warren Fogle, same sort of thing. Went to the the blue paint, got knocked on his butt, but was still uh, heady enough to to get that tap in goal. Ryan McLeod gets a goal. I mean, the three of the five goals, well, I'll say four of the five goals were not pretty. One was an own goal, but mm-hmm. three of them were just you know second or third opportunities going to the blue paint. Um, I, I'd like to think that when that happens a few times, guys clue in and think, let's let's do that. Let's continue to go to the blue paint and get these ugly goals because, you know, they don't ask how. They ask how many, right? And if they can get, you know, Fogel, Ryan, McLeod into double-digit goals this season, I mean, that that would go a long way, obviously. But, you know, they, they have the blueprint here. Yeah, no, I think last year the Oilers only had maybe about, like, I'm not too sure. So uh, they definitely have the players to do it um like can see him in the lineup and now he's starting to score a bit more so that's good and yeah just getting in front of the net's important you know i think like i i think a couple of weeks ago if it's i felt like the orders kept looking for that like pass the perfect goal and now let's just get in front of the net see what happens create a bag milk mentioned on one of the podcasts just create a little bit of magic and good things will come your way yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, one other thing just from the statute as I scroll through here. Uh, every Oilers forward credited with a hit tonight. Uh, that's good. Uh, you want to see them play that physical brand of hockey, even if it's at home and the, the stat keeper's a little generous. That's okay. You'll take it. Uh, on the blue line, it was actually Bouchard and Barry not credited with a hit, but uh, uh, that's okay. I, I don't think we're going to have to ask them to do it too much. Uh, here on the Facebook chat here, great for soup, winning four straight. The guy... Won 10 in a row in Toronto. Play him till he loses, in my humble opinion. Would you go 10 in a row, Waz? I mean, Stuart Skinner, you got to get him back out there eventually. Oh, I would try to balance it out a bit. Have both goals fresh, just in case, you know, 
let's say a brutal old squirt on you, you want to make, make a switch, you know, it's just, it's one of those things, right? If, if one of the goalies isn't doing too hard amount, one of them will be, be fresh, right? So just keep each, each goalie fresh and ready to go. Uh, I like this one from Adam here on the YouTube comments section. The narrative in the mainstream media will continue to be, we are a two superstar team. Let them keep talking. This team is rounding out finally. I mean, I, I guess I kind of work in the mainstream media. So, I mean, yeah, that, that definitely is the narrative, right? And I've uttered the words, this team will go as far as Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl will take them. We saw in the playoffs, you know, how dominant they were. But yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, if this team starts to get it going consistently, it doesn't have to be Warren Fogle every night, but once every couple nights, Derek Ryan, once every couple nights, uh, McLeod, Holloway, whoever it might be, once every couple nights, chip in with a goal. I mean, that's going to go a long way for this team. Draw penalties, get that power play out there. Obviously, uh, help out quite a bit. Rusty the Reckless Optimist is, I'll give Soup Thursday and then Stew Saturday. Just not, <laughs> just me though, I'm not an expert. Well, Rusty, uh, you do chime in here on the After Dark program quite a bit. So to me, uh, you're right up there as an expert. Do you go back to, to Campbell on Thursday or do you think and maybe go Stu? Playing Thursday against Tampa Bay. So it's, I don't know. I, I go to Jack Campbell and, and then I think what Vancouver's next, bring in Skinner against maybe a weaker opposition, right? So uh, maybe try the whole game, see how it goes, and then go back to Skinner, right? Like, I think it might be honestly a really good gamble in front of a top teams in the NHL, right? Right? He's been playing against some weak opposition in Vegas. Vegas is top team Pacific, right? So, yeah, I'll go with Tampa one more time. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's kind of funny with the goaltending, and it kind of reminds me of a similar situation last season with Mike Smith and Amiko Koskinen, where they were both playing decent hockey. And I was at the point where I don't care who you start. Like, you know, go go with either one. I could be convinced either one's a good decision, but depending on what you say. So I think we're getting close to that. We'll see how Stuart Skinner bounces back after, uh, you know, the birth of his son, Bo. Uh, congratulations to he and his wife. We I don't mm -hmm. think we've officially congratulated him on After Dark, so that's awesome news for them. But uh, a lot of people in the chat saying uh, Campbell's hot right now. He is. He is. And I mean, this is the guy you gave that five by five contract. I think we knew there might be some ups and downs. People in Toronto, I mean, on social media, certainly let us know. And right now he's hot. So, yeah, I'd have no problem rolling with him, assuming he feels like he is ready to go here. Um, uh, Genesis says it's midnight here, boys. Going to call it. Let's go Oilers. Genesis, thanks for tuning in tonight, buddy. I'll try to get your name going forward. Uh, what else we got here? Lots of stuff coming in here. Um Let's go back to the old score sheet here. And uh, Connor McDavid, 38th goal of this season. It, it seems to me like he's really out of that element of scoring off the rush. And maybe more it's a, of a willingness, knowing he can do it. But, uh, I mean, put yourself in a defender's shoes here, Waz. And I, I think that's tough to do. But you have Connor McDavid coming at you full speed. What do you do? Are, are you the guy who's going to try to lunge and end up on Sports Center, or do you sit back and let him walk in and maybe not get the extreme highlight reel goal, but still a nice goal? Uh, I would I would try and sit back, back to maintain him as much as I can because that's all you can really do. Uh, if you try and lunge him, he'll, he'll try and make it. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, his shot is just, it feels like it's on another level, honestly. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of those one thing. Back in the day, I used to say, man, if he could get that uh, Mamba mentality like Kobe, that killer instinct, this guy's going to be a 55-goal scorer. Uh, he's certainly found that and, and looks like he's doing so uh, pretty well here. Well, I'll ask you this one. So on Saturday night, Zach and I were talking about how, you know, when the Oilers eventually do go back to six defensemen, it could be a tough decision for who you're going to go with. Uh, we don't know when it's going to happen. And and I think Dave Madsen deserves a lot of credit for what they've been doing, you know, with this seven-man rotation. But when they eventually do play the traditional 12 and six, is there uh, the pairings that you think would fit best? Honestly, at this point, I'm not too like the eleven and seven, uh, I like the defenseman they have on board. Like I would hate to see Darnay go well. It's uh, I can't really comment too much on the pairings right now. So that's that's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of put you on the spot there with that one, and I think Zach had Cody Cece drawing out of the lineup if it were to happen. He liked Darnay in there, and uh, a lot of people actually on the uh, the chat were were in favor of that one. So. Maybe Cody Cece falling a little bit out of favor with some of the fans. Uh, 74 people tuning in on YouTube right now. Uh, make sure you give that like button a click or a thumbs up. We we definitely appreciate that. Uh, got one here. Squishy for breakfast. Campbell, so hot right now. Yeah, Dr. Gonzo agrees. So hot right now. Uh, Tyson says, I say keep Campbell going for now. He is hot and the team is playing amazing in front of him. Um yeah, going to agree with you on that one. Rusty, the reckless optimist, says McDavid seems to be shooting off the rush a lot more. His shot is deadly, and that that's just it. Like, he, he could always score those highlight reel goals when he gets in close, and the hands get going a mile a minute, and there's just nothing you can do. Uh, but now he's got that shot off the rush, and now I think, you know, defenders have to respect that a little bit. Like you can't just play back. You have to try to close that gap, and, you know, especially if you're on a 2 and one with him, he's finding someone backdoor for a tap-in. Like, he's just continually evolving and adding things to his game. I think the scariest part for defenders right now is how unpredictable now, right? He's got that in his toolboxes. I can just shoot a pass you. I can geek you out. You know, cross, you know, saucer 
pass it to someone across the ice. It's there's so many options. To the, he's a defender's worst nightmare at this point. I, I it's like we've never seen a play in the NHL in the world. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, guys are gonna have to evolve to try to keep up with him. If only the refs would call the rule book on him, I think that would be nice, and you know, maybe force defensemen to evolve with him and, and try to play properly. Uh, Elizabeth on the Facebook chat just says four thumbs up. I mean, hey, that's that's all you got to say after that one. It was a, a fun game tonight, and uh, Elizabeth, I think you got that one right. Uh, people first, UConn says hi. Hi, people first, UConn. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've got Dwayne saying, hey, Rusty, where are you putting CeCe? I think he had CeCe out of the lineup. Uh, Smurfy says, bye, Yessi. I don't think we have to say bye to Yessi quite yet. I mean, February 12th, Yamamoto comes off the LTIR. The Oilers will need to create some cap space. Uh, we talked about it today probably uh, you know, endlessly on social media and on TSN 1260. I, I kind of thought Warren Fogle might be the guy. Uh, but then, of course, he goes out and scores a goal and has a good game. Pogliari's in the press box. What do you think is the – And it, I mean, it's a ways away. We don't really have to worry about it, but something to be kind of weary of, I suppose. What do you think they do when Yamamoto returns? Um, it's almost as a case, like players like Vogel and Pogliari, show cooking them for, you know, maybe – he, on against Vancouver, Pulleyarby's Paul, back in the lineup, and it's kind of maybe they're going to switch what Kraft has to do what's best for his team to win, right? That's that's the key right now. He wants to win. I don't know. I, I, he's definitely yes. He's probably not going to get traded for the next month here, considering as long as he is. And Yamamoto is kind of making an interesting case here for Pulleyarby because Yamamoto's had some injury history here, right? So does that that kind of force Pulley RV or like you know, it makes you wonder. Like, I don't know if they're gonna get a player in return, bro. I don't know if they're gonna bring someone from Bakersfield. Like, it's like right. I'm pulling RV meant so. Uh, we have one here. Gotta scroll through. Uh, squishy for breakfast is yes. A pulley RV sounds scary on Boston. Yeah, Boston's a really good team, and you know, yes, he was drafted four overall for a reason. He's got some potential there, and if he finds that confidence, uh, that could be very interesting. We had a question about uh, from KC. Why is Yamamoto and Murray on LTIR? Uh, Murray, it's the back, and Yamamoto. We're not quite sure. It was that game, I believe, against San Jose where he took the morning skate and then just something wasn't right. And we know we've had, he's had these issues throughout the season. They've been kind of quiet on what the injury is, but something's not right. And uh, Kyler Yamamoto on the LTIR. Um, I mean, do you buy into the size? Like, Because I, I know that people always – that's the knock on small guys. Uh, you know, you got to worry about the injury. They can get thrown around out there and, you know, suffer from that one. Th does the size worry you at all long term? Um, not so much the size. I think it's more. If I don't know if does he have a concussion history, right? That would be more concerning. I feel and usually ever disclose what the injuries are, regardless of the player. I know on TikTok earlier, someone was going to get by putting out. No, he's actually hurt. Like mm -hmm. we just we don't know what the injury is, right? So it's becoming more more consistent. Yeah, yeah. I mean. He he went down before Kane was ready to return, right? So it's it's definitely a real injury. 
Uh, I think you'd probably find other ways if you could, if he was good to go, I think you'd find other ways to, to get around that salary cap issue. Maybe a player would have been waived and, and sent down to Bakersfield or claimed off waivers. That could have happened too. But yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think there is something there. Uh, if we can quickly here, uh, Aaron, uh, if you want to hop in the conversation with us. Oh, H- hello, gentlemen. I love when you just pop in like that. Howdy. Now, I, I want to ask you guys. Oh, go ahead. I didn't get any. Of I that. think you got asked that again. I still brutal. I didn't Someone's, get any of that. Someone's still brutal? <laughs> oh, okay. So it is brutal. Right, <laughs> oh, your connection <laughs> is brutal. Oh, that's hilarious. No, yeah, your connection. Yeah, yeah. oh, it's brutal. Yeah, it, it's it's not the best. I mean, it it would not like the Kraken tonight, maybe, but around there. I, I want to ask you guys both tonight. Or, you know, you both went on the nation vacation down in Vegas. Um, I saw you guys on social media. It, it looked like it was a great time. Uh, let's start with you, Aaron. Uh, best part about that trip? Uh, AMA travel set it up. You guys went down there with a great crew. What four nights, three nights down there? What what was the highlight of the trip? Dude, that's a tough question to narrow it down to just one thing, as uh, I'm sure a lot of people followed along with the trip. It was electric. There was lots of highlights from the Friday night at the watch bar. was just an incredible time because the staff thought that they were only going to need to give us like 50 seats. And there was so many people there. It was the entire bar. They were overwhelmed completely. So that was always pretty funny. And that was a great vibe. Uh, some guys from Utah brought cowbells and cool decals around the necks. And I mean, a, what, a 7-1 victory. That uh, that never that never hurts anyone. So that was pretty electric. But Saturday on the Strip, just walking around, and the entire place was orange and blue. Like, it was absolutely insane to walk around and see. It was just Oilers fan there, Oilers fan there, Oilers fan there. And most were at our hotel. Um, <laughs> ba- bag milk is a craps wizard. Uh, I've never seen a guy win so much money at the table. He was absolutely red hot. The rest of us took our lumps and moved on like we needed to, but it was all in good fun. Was what about you? Uh, the vibes. <laughs> the Just vibes. the vibes? <laughs> you know, or there's vibes. Whenever we won a game, it was just the energy outside T-Mobile Arena. Uh, I, even security was trying to like push us away. Like, can you go way please <laughs> what about the uh mac and cheese you had at the rink i mean i, I saw that it looked pretty good oh, there were, I, I bought a mac and cheese for 17 americans so whatever that is in canadian and you, you were able to meet you wanted so it was like pulled pork uh rest other pork i don't even know but it was delicious and uh, i've never had anything like that at a hockey game you know, I, i've had quesadillas at roger's place so that's it was much better than anything I should have had. Actually, no, Roger's place had a very good pro bowl. Um, yeah, it was It was a great – it filled me up, definitely. Now, uh, I do believe there is another nation vacation planned to Toronto. Is that uh, is that is that true? Yeah, I believe uh, it's – when is it, Was Is it in March? I, March, so, yeah, another nation vacation of more – bougier one i'm pretty sure i will, mm-hmm. will not be there long you know i you know i but i'm every any nation vacation is a good time to be honest 
Okay, yeah, yes, not... it is a trip to Toronto. It is Toronto, okay. And I'm not planning on going to that one so far, but after the amount of fun that I had on this one, I could definitely see myself looking into it. I highly recommend it. Shout out to AMA Travel. They took care of everything. It was such a smooth time. Everything was taken care of, and it was just the vibes were immaculate. Was I agree? The vibes, the vibes, the vibes. Yeah, just looking at it here, March 10th to 12th to Toronto. Mm -hmm. I think nationgear.ca is where you can go. Uh, it's the pinned tweet on Oilers Nation's Twitter account. So if you want to check it out, the link is there. Uh, give it a go. From what I hear, it's, uh, it's a pretty good time. Here at Oilers Nation and AMA, they take care of you. Uh, Aaron, uh, the game tonight, overall impressions of it. Looks like the team's starting to figure things out. Nice four-game winning streak and better five-on-five. Yeah, dude, I really feel like we are hitting our stride right now because everything's going right. Like, I mean, we were talking on the show before about 5v5 play and look at it, secondary scoring. It's happening. Jack Campbell, we need him to be better. It's happening. Everything's starting to move along here. I'm a fan of the 11-7. and 7. I mean, it seems like it's really working. I'm loving seeing Vinny in the lineup. But just uh, being able to utilize Connor McDavid whenever you want, throw him on the ice with different pairings. Gives other guys opportunities. And, man, I really think we're hitting our stride. That road trip, West Coast road trip, you know, it might have it might have been exactly what the doctor ordered. Yeah, I mean, it didn't start off that way, right? That game against the Kings was brutal. Post-game after, we had a Kings fan in here trolling us on the chat, which actually made it kind of fun. Uh, but, yeah, I, I totally agree. And, you know, I, I think just that nice perk of the 11-7 and seven obviously gives you more flexibility on the blue line. Uh, certain situations, you can put out some size there with the RNA. But, yeah, having the, I'm just going to say, fourth line, getting a chance to be rotated with, you know, McDavid or uh, – New potentially dry saddle at times, like it's it's good. Did you guys like to see the top line there with McDavid and dry saddle? Uh, the line go nuclear. We'll start with you, Oz. I'm not, I'm a little mixed up and good to see him a part of times, but if you can put them together and just have that complete dominance, I see if the team scoring way whereas less than that, right? Right? Like if we can get more five on five score, more, more secondaries. So, uh, also, one thing I want to note is that big home win you know the Oilers have not been the best of wish streak on the road so it's good to see the home home win yeah i love seeing the first line up there man it is must see tv every time those guys take the ice and i think that we have the depth with you know the clem nuge janmark line which man we didn't even really talk about clem today but let's talk about <laughs> him on the weekend that man was buzzing he had us celebrating and betting on him but like we have the depth, and now with Evander Kane coming back, you can roll out Ryan McLeod. He's scoring goals. If Fogel can just be borderline tolerable, then, you know, I think we've really got something <laughs> going on here. And shout out to Fogs tonight. Shout out to Fogs because everybody on Twitter was saying it's either pool party or Fogs getting scratched. Well, it wasn't him. Maybe he got the message, and he produced tonight. And that visual of him sitting on his butt with his arms up in the air, that was all time. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. So, yeah, now, I mean, you look at the standings here now. Vegas currently first in the Pacific Division with 58 points. Uh, the Oilers, though, now only five points behind with a game in hand. So you can see kind of momentum start to shifting. The Oilers have won four in a row, 6-3-1 and one in their last 10. And, you know, you talked about on home ice, 11-11-2 this year. Not great. So if they can figure that out in the next little while here, uh, it certainly will be a good sign. Uh, the practice for tomorrow Set for noon, availability to follow. So if you are uh, wanting to, you know, get your Oilers fixed from the head coach, he'll speak 
after practice at noon tomorrow. And uh, one thing here, yeah, the, so the Oilers in the first wild card spot, two points up on the Flames. Man, you guys, I, I think some optimism has to come back to, to this hockey team because when you look in the Pacific, every team's on losing streaks except for the Oilers. Yeah, and I think when you look yeah. at the schedule and what we have upcoming, it's a little soft partier that I really think that the boys can start to make a run. I got it up here. We have the Lightning next. Obviously, that's a tough game. But then it's the Canucks, the Jackets, the Blackhawks, the Red Wings, the Flyers, the Senators. I mean, you can you can do some damage there. And, you know, maybe we're looking in two weeks' time and we are in a much better-looking place in the standings. And one thing just to th- – Go ahead, Wes. Yeah, I was gonna say it also helps that we have yet to play a bunch of times, right? We've already played Calgary times. Our final game against Vancouver, so you know we've proven that we can beat every team in our division, right? Pacific's not a problem. It's you know other Western teams, the Eastern teams, right? Going forward. Yeah, and uh, Aaron, you mentioned the Tampa Bay Lightning. Obviously, that will be a tough tough game uh but it'll be their third game in four nights so they played seattle yesterday they get vancouver tomorrow and then they're in town to edmonton so uh if you believe that fatigue could play a factor in it uh could be definitely good for the oilers uh, again to people watching on youtube hit that like button uh we need that kc says how about Vinny's strength yeah yeah when you're that big you you have that advantage <laughs> not only you know can you can you be worse at defending because your reach can make up for a lot of things you're you're just overall stronger it's it's nice to see uh, tyson says who knew all this team needed was a six foot seven frenchman uh, that's it can yeah i saw a more? funny tweet. i saw a funny tweet tweet from bag milk when he was saying well what's day supposed to do taking that elbowing penalty when his elbows are literally six feet in the air as is. Can't blame the guy for that. Just throwing out clean hits. Uh, One here, we got Rusty saying, uh, when you run 11 and 7, I don't mind putting McDry together. They'll rotate through the other lines and get times with other players. And then he says, Dr. Gonzo, have a good night, because Dr. Gonzo went to bed. So uh, we might have missed Gonzo, but uh, sweet dreams. Um, Eric Richards, great win. Yeah, a lot of positivity on these uh, these chats tonight. It's good to see. Yeah, we're, we're improving. We started out pretty negative, but, you know, maybe this chat was just a good luck charm everybody needed. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, well, one more time, uh, I, I think we'll wrap up shortly here and let everyone get their beauty sleep. We'll be back Thursday night after the Oilers take on the Lightning. Uh, big thank you to Cornerstone Insurance, cornerstoneins.ca, also betway.com. If you're going to go have some fun, do so responsibly, 19 plus. And uh, as I like to do, you know, sometimes not always consistent, prediction for next game uh, was what's going to happen on Thursday? Oilers are going to win 6 2. Oh. Aaron, what do you got? Going big. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, and I always bet puck line, so I'm going to go with a 6-4 victory for the Edmonton Oilers. Man, that's exactly what I was thinking. 6-4 with an empty net, but I'll go even bigger. 7-5, lots of goals. Uh, take the over. Take the over at betway.com. All right, guys. Nice well, thanks a lot. to bet the under. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> thanks for doing this today, guys, to everyone who tuned in tonight. Thank you. Uh, we truly do appreciate it. We'll be back on Thursday, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.